You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. My name's Tim Webb, and I'm here with Dr. David Klingler for our Teach Me the Bible podcast. And our, our desire is we just want to help the people of God understand the Word of God, David. And it's been, been a joy to do this. We want to remind everyone uh, they can download our app from any app store, as well as uh, they can download our Apple TV or Roku app. But with every episode, we want to remind you that we have study guides available for your continued growth. You have the opportunity to read uh, articles, blog posts, and um, also just if they have questions, David, I think it's been great that you have the opportunity to answer those as they sign on and, and uh, interact with you in that way. Uh, as we continue in our study of Galatians, I uh, just want to encourage our pastors, everyone involved and listening, that our desire is to, to be a resource for the church. Never want to pull people away from that gathering together as the saints. And so as we're walking through this, just uh, want to encourage everyone just to, to join in, continue reading, continue following what Paul is saying in this letter and read it as such. So yeah. today we are in chapter two. And um, after the overview, what do we see Paul saying here? Yeah, chapter two. Um, let's state the obvious. It's between chapter one, one. and chapter three, <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> In chapter three, he's going to kind of spring it on them. Uh, mm-hmm. What what his uh, his concern is that they, these Galatian believers, Gentile believers, mm-hmm. are being persuaded to be circumcised and keep the law, right. and so he's building up to explaining why that's a problem, and um, and so. Um, he's been charged with being a man pleaser. That that's mm-hmm. clear from chapter one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and his his appeal is, I wasn't sent from men, and I don't care what anybody else says. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and he's going to make yeah. that point very clear, very clear in <laughs> chapter two. Direct. And so, so he ends chapter one by right. by uh, stating uh, that um, uh, that uh, you know that that he is um, after three years after he was saved, he went up. Uh, you know, he only went up to Jerusalem once. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he wasn't uh, he didn't care about what Peter or any of those other guys were saying. Uh, but then in chapter two, he's uh, he's continuing this this discussion. He says, then after an interval of fourteen years, I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was because of a revelation that I went up and I submitted to them the gospel, which I preach among the Gentiles. Uh, but I did so in private so that those who are of reputation for fear that I might be running or had run in vain, but not even Titus, who was with me, though he was a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. But it was because of the false brethren who had sneaked in to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, in order to bring us into bondage. But but we did not yield in subjection to them, to the Jews, mm-hmm. for even an hour so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. But those who were of high reputation, uh, what uh, they you know, uh, what they were makes no difference to me. God shows no partiality. Uh, those who were of high reputation contributed nothing to me. On the contrary, seeing that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised and Peter to the circumcised. Mm-hmm. For he who effectually worked for Peter in his apostleship 
to the circumcised effectually, uh, effectually worked for me to the Gentiles. And recognizing the grace that had been given to me, James and Cephas, that's Peter, and mm-hmm. John, who were the reputed to be pillars, gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship that we might go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. The only thing that they asked us to do was to remember the poor. And of course, that's what we do. So mm-hmm. this uh, this section of the letter is really important for a couple reasons. First, um, uh, when when we're dealing with letters later uh, in the, the Bible to Peter, uh, by Peter and James and John, um, they're they're writing to a Jewish audience, uh, and this is this gives us a good indication of that as well. Their their ministry was to the circumcised. Paul's ministry uh, was to the Gentiles, and Paul's gospel, um, you know, he he understands the Old Testament, and and actually this this whole scene here, uh, there's a debate about what, how this scene that's recorded here in chapter two relates to Acts chapter fifteen, uh, and, and really. It doesn't matter either way. They come to the same conclusion uh, that uh, that in Acts chapter fifteen, what's going on is there were Pharisees who had believed, and they were teaching that the Gentiles had to be circumcised and keep the law. And Paul mm-hmm. says, "Absolutely not." The the apostles gather. Uh, Peter, James, John, they all agree, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Peter um, explains what's happened back in Acts chapter ten with uh, Cornelius and. The they received the gospel in the same way as we did. They received the Spirit just like we did. Uh, and then uh, uh, and then uh, James quotes from Amos chapter 9. Uh, and, uh, and so the, all of the scriptures, the point is that all of these apostles are on the, on the same page. But then in, uh, in verses 11 through 21 of chapter 2, Paul recounts this, this time when he had to confront Peter. Um, and so let's work through that, and okay. then we'll explain yeah, what sure. <clears throat> come back what that uh, what that's doing there. Okay. Uh, and so he continues, verse eleven. But when Cephas, that's Peter, came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For prior to the coming of certain men uh, from James, he, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, the, these people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Jews came, mm-hmm. uh, he began to withdraw and to hold himself aloof, fearing the party of the circumcision. Uh, and, and the rest of the Jews joined him in hypocrisy with the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I confronted Peter. I, I, I said to Cephas in the presence of all, Paul writing, mm-hmm. if you, Peter, being a Jew, uh, and they translate it, live like the Gentiles. The, the point here is not how he lives, but by how he had life. Right. In other words, how do the Gentiles have eternal life through faith? How do the Jews have eternal life through faith? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, being a Jew is irrelevant to the issue of life. Mm-hmm. Right. If you, Peter, being a Jew, have life or live like the Gentiles, have life like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Gentiles to be Jewish? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not saying. Hey, you're out there at the bowling alley like the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. You live like the Gentiles. That's not what he's saying. He's, the, the point of this book is how does one have life? Are, do you have life? Do you attain eternal life from being circumcised and keep the law? That's what the Jews think. Right. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you search the scriptures because then they, 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 are you justified? Yeah, I'm justified because I'm a Jew. Peter says, oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not justified because you're a Jew. 
uh, you're justified in the same way uh, as the Gentiles are justified. And so uh, let me read to you. This is in Acts chapter uh, 15. Um, Peter uh, stands up. <clears throat> you know, this is this mm-hmm. issue of circumcision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certain ones of the sect of the Pharisees who had believed stood up saying it is necessary to circumcise them, to circumcise the Gentiles and direct them to observe the law of Moses. And the apostles and the elders looked into the matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brethren, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the gospel and believe, recorded in Acts chapter 10 Mm -hmm. when Peter goes to Cornelius. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to, to them, giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did us also. Uh, The Holy Spirit, the down payment, the first installment of Mm -hmm. uh, the promise of eternal life. And he made no distinction between us, Jews, and them, Gentiles, cleansing their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you put God to the test by placing upon the yoke of the, the the neck of the disciples a yoke which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. And this is the point, verse 11. But we believe that we are saved through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in the same way as they are also. Uh, if you, Peter, being a Jew, have life like mm-hmm. the Gentiles and not like the Jews, if, if you think that eternal life comes through faith in Christ and not through circumcision and law-keeping, then why are you compelling the Gentiles to become Jewish? Mm-hmm. He continues. Uh, we are Jews by nature. This is in 2.15. And not sinners among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Christ, there's this, the issue. Mm-hmm. We uh, uh, that um, and uh, not uh, not by works of the law. So, so uh, nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by works of the law, but by faith in Christ Jesus, even we believed in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jews circumcised. Law keepers realized that wasn't enough. Even we believed in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, since by works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the introduction to a very important point in Galatians. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the equating of the law and the flesh, justified by law, is justified in the flesh. When you ask the Jew, are you justified? I said, of course. Why? I'm a Jew. My, my DNA justifies me. Circumcision, law-keeping, everything about the law separates me from you, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to be like me, you've got to be circumcised and keep the law. Uh, and so justification uh, for the Jew came through law-keeping. He was justified in the flesh, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> what happens, and this is going to be consistent uh, throughout the rest of the book, what happens is, um, you know, the de- the desire of the flesh. When we go over to chapter five, it's going to be as if um, Paul hasn't said anything in the letter, and we come and we add our own definitions. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense um, that your flesh is the desire to go to the bowling alley. Well, um, the Jews have no desire, nor did they appeal to going to the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the desire of the flesh. There. Uh, the, the works of the flesh, the deeds of the flesh. Uh, it was the, the deeds done in the flesh for justification. That's what the Jew believed. Mm-hmm. And so their desire was to be justified in the flesh. And, and Paul's point here is very straightforward and clear, that by works of the law shall no flesh be justified. 
Uh, so he continues, but if while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves uh, have been found to be sinners, is Christ the ministry of sin? May it never be. For if I rebuild what I have once destroyed. In other words, I used to believe that I was justified by circumcision and law keeping because I was a Jew. Mm-hmm. I realized that the circumcision and law keeping, the law was to drive me to Christ. It was a tutor to Christ. This is what he's going to say in chapter 3. Mm-hmm. The function of the law was to drive me to Christ so that I would be justified by faith, not by works mm-hmm. of the law, since by works of the law no, is, uh, shall no flesh be justified. So so I leave the justification, uh, the idea of justification by circumcision and law-keeping, and I move to justification by faith. Now what? Do I go back to law-keeping? If I go back to law-keeping, it will just condemn me all over again. Right. right? If it's I pointless. rebuild what I once destroyed— I proved myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law. The the law did its job. Through the law, the law condemned Mm -hmm. me. And so I died to the view that the law could save me. The law couldn't save me. It only could condemn me. And that was his function. Mm -hmm. For through the law, I died to the law that I might live to God through faith. I have been crucified with Christ. And uh, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith, by faith in the Son of God. Mm -hmm. The life that I now live in the flesh after salvation, Mm -hmm. I don't live by faith in law-keeping, faith in circumcision. I live by faith faith uh, in the Son of God Mm -hmm. who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Uh, I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through law, Christ died needlessly. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so his Amen. point is very, very tight yeah. and very, very clear. And so in chapter 3, just a little uh, heads up that what's coming in chapter 3, he says, here's the only question I want. I, I need to ask you Gentiles. Did you receive the, the, <clears throat> the Spirit, which is the, the down payment, the first installment the, uh, of the uh, of, of resurrection from the dead, uh, life, the, the, the guarantee the of life? Uh, did you receive the Spirit by hearing through faith? Or by works of the law? Well, clearly it's by hearing through faith, not mm-hmm. by works of the law. Are you so foolish then? And listen to the law, flesh, spirit, faith. Mm-hmm. Are you so foolish then, having begun by the spirit? Did you receive the spirit by works of the law, or by hearing through faith? By mm-hmm. hearing through faith. Mm-hmm. Are you so foolish then, having begun by the spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? by works done in the flesh. And so that's what we're going to cover next time. Uh, and so this, this, you know, we're chopping it up into mm-hmm. chapters, but, but, but chapter one flows right into chapter two and it flows mm-hmm. right into chapter mm-hmm. three. So, so when we pick it up next time, we'll keep that context going. That's great. That's great. Paul's very clear. Well, everyone, thank you so much for, for being with us today and continue. Uh, I, I want to encourage everyone. This is uh, something that you've encouraged me in that I do regularly is just go back and start and read through the letter. Just keep reading through the letter. And as that flow as we walk through the chapter right. by chapter. Uh, you'll see the context. Absolutely. It'll just all fit into place. So thank you, David, for today. I look forward to, to continuing this on. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's Word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible. <laughs>